You're watching Mallrats, a Star Wars podcast. Thank you for listening. Welcome back for another. What do you mean, hey? Hey. Welcome back. uh, Another episode of the Mandalorian rewatch here at the Mallrats podcast. I'm Nolan. And I'm Bob. And today we'll be watching Chapter 7, Chapter 8, which is the finale of season one yeah we're done with season one at the uh in this particular podcast it uh yeah we do two at a time and yeah there's only eight but remarkably even though it's only four podcasts it, it just really goes fast because uh by the time this airs you know we've been a month away or more than a month after boba fett ended and we still have a little bit more time to kill between uh that uh hiatus and uh uh what is it obi-wan Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, we have uh, cool things coming up down the road. We'll continue with this, uh, you know, up through uh, through March and into early April. We'll have a surprise uh, change of pace podcast coming around spring break time that I think uh, people will enjoy. Uh, we'll just leave it kind of cryptic for right now. Does that sound good? Yeah. 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 It's 100% not spring break related. 100% not. It's Star it's, Wars. It's not spoilers. It's Star Wars through and through. Um, and uh, before we get going to this, go ahead and get your app all queued up, uh, you know, all your streaming devices. Um, get it paused, ready to go, and we'll all count down together. Uh, if you missed out last episode, at the very end of it, we, we didn't have any Q&A for that one. Um, but we did have a nice little discussion, debate, debate if you a better will. word of uh the proper order to watch the different star wars movies um you know whether it's chronological or by episode number uh the year you know the year it's re- uh, released you know whatever um and so that's a, a fun little discussion if you didn't make it to the end uh check that out that's at the end of the previous uh previous podcast so uh, these two episodes, you know, we're wrapping it up uh, with episode seven called "The Reckoning," as Nolan said. Um, and we can get ready to you ready to get started. I am ready to get started. We can talk during the intro. I am ready to get started. All right. So, wait, was it one, two, three, or three, two, one? One, two, three. It's one, two, three. Are you sure it was? I am one hundred percent sure. Because it was on three. Do you want to mix it up and do? Different? No. No. You got to be confusing. Concerned. Yes. Whoa. Wait, so it's one. Is it three, two, one, go? Three, two, or one. I feel like that's what it is. Three, go. Um, This is the most riveting podcast. Three, two, one, go. You want to do three, two, one, go? Okay. Oh, okay. So here, pause. (sighs) We're waiting on you folks, uh, listeners. So uh, get get it queued. Pause us if you don't have it queued up. Uh, But we're getting ready to count down, and then we all hit start at the same time. So here we go. Three, Three, two, two, one, go. go. I kind of think we did the one, two, three. Yeah, I don't know. Three, two, one sounded weird that time. But uh, so these are the episodes that uh, we have, um, you know, uh, the, the what do you call it? The introduction of the big heavy of this series, which we hadn't really experienced yet up to no. up till now. Always needing to know who the bad guy is, who the, the big man. antagonist, who's pulling all the strings, who's putting out the bounty. Who's putting out the, you know, all those hits and stuff? Who wants the child? The client. The client was just a middleman. 
you know, and, and we see the Imperial with Dr. Pershing. You see the Stormtroopers, the Imperial Crest on the on Werner Herzog. So it's one of those that it's they've, they've got to be something else. But they keep saying that the Empire's done. So it's what it what remnants are remaining, you know, after we have the uh, um, uh, what do you call it? The, the, the second Death Star blowing up and, yeah. you know, the Emperor dying. That's where the expanded universe does a really nice job of talking about, and they use the phrase uh, in the Thrawn trilogy, talk about how the Empire, um, you know, not the Empire, but the Republic is mopping up the New Republic. Um, mopping it didn't up. end the war, we're just mopping up the remnants, and then Thrawn became more of just being mopped up, and they became the aggressors. Anyways, hey, we're starting space. How about that? And there's the the next one current. doesn't start in space. The next one doesn't? Because they're on the planet. Okay. I don't know. I'm not saying every episode does. I'm yeah, you said every... Movies. Ev- no. It was the movie. You said everything starts no. with space. It was space. the movie. Because remember, it has the crawl at the beginning on all those, and it's in space. Just watch the show. Just finally, we get to see what Grief Karga had to say. Now, last time we saw him, do you think Mando's surprised to see him right now? No. Well, I mean, but he shot him. I mean, yeah, I would be I surprised. Guess. I shoot somebody, I leave with the child, and all of a sudden I get a hollow from the guy saying, hey, come on back. It's all forgiven. I don't know. Well, there's truth to that, that they won't stop until they have the prize with the, uh, seeing all the, the fights he's had along the way, dog fight out in space, sanctuary, the guy sneaking up and Kara took care of him. Oh, Kara, we get to see her, don't we? Um, I think it's this episode. Yeah, one of them. Optimism. I love how he touches the bottom just like Leia does. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Because that's how you turn it off. I know. It's just cute. The child just passed out. So, does he go back and risk it for one last job? Yes. Knowing he's safe. He probably has questions to answer pertaining to the covert. Yeah. Because they emptied it out to help him escape. Oh, we got to turn around. Boom. The Reckoning. Chapter 7, just two more. Well, that looks a little too lush for Navarro. (sighs) Oh, that's right. This is so, already. So I guess he gets her right away, just a couple minutes later. I thought it was later. Yeah. Laser belts. All right. So as a UFC fighter that she was, close combat's pretty good. Not some little, uh, you know, just boxing when it gets, when she fought Mando, it got really close and dirty and gritty. Mm-hmm. So once they're actually engaged, you know, close to each other, it's very much her, her game.
really interesting design concept to keep them from not tethered. Getting, yeah, too far away. Surprised there's no shock or something. I think that'd have been fun or weird for them to act with mm -hmm. with nothing there. Maybe they had some sort of string. Yeah. So her close combat, this is what she's her strength. And their tap out. Deactivate. Mm -hmm. That's it's a cool thing. Mud scuffers. About the most semi swearing, quote unquote swearing you get on Disney Plus. Mud scuffers. Mm -hmm. You got your uh, I don't know if it's a swearing, but Dank Ferric and all the other checklists yep. up. What are those? You want to go over them again? I've got Dank Ferric. Nolan is keeping a running total of how many yeah. times these things happen. Dank Ferric's at 1.5 because you wouldn't let me count it as two. This is the way at nine. There's been nine. And the blaster bolt dings on his armor at seven. Okay. No other dings. Like and only... This is episode stuff. seven. So in six episodes, he's only gotten hit? Yeah. Wow. How many times? I would have thought he took a lot more hits than that escaping Navarro. All right, so he's back trying to recruit her. Well, he knew where to find her. Found her in a bar. She's here. So she didn't want to stay at the sanctuary, but she wanted to. It's safe, and she wants to hang. But to get a shot at the Imperials, she's willing to risk her neck. And we're going to find out more about her backstory in a little while, besides just being a dropper. What are your thoughts about Cara Dune? Are you a fan? Do you I like mean, her? Dislike her? Are there things that... She's an interesting dynamic, but... I don't know. Not really necessary. Like, in the later episodes in season two, it's like... She doesn't need to be there. She's just an extra person, an extra gun? Yeah. I like how they're populating more women in the and since Disney took over with the sequels, you know, if there's a lot better mix of ethnicities, strong female characters because Leia was always supposedly strong, right? But just like but a princess. She was a princess and she's much stronger in the literature and the, the comics. But we never we could see her sass and attitude, but she always had to be rescued by the boys, you know, or, and then when she was a slave, she had to be rescued and by the boys, by the boys. And so then when you see like Ray and Finn grabs Ray's hand, when they first meet, she goes, stop holding my hand, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I really enjoy the strength, the fighting ability where it puts her equal to man. So it's not, she's not a gesture. She's not a gender. When I look at her, um, Acting-wise, it's a little off here or there, but yes. after watching this however many times, and she's kind of grown on me in, in the fact that, or in the sense that I like how all of these characters had to be created by John Fab, right? And then his stable of writers. Mm. So he needed to create new people. And so um, it, I, you can kind of look past the iffy acting at I, times. I think so. I think so because I really like her action and you know it's her. There isn't any, you know, uh, with Mando, he has like two stunt doubles. And so almost any time there's action, it's never 
Pedro Pascal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But with her, you see her face, and it, it just it adds authenticity to me. So, all right, we're back with Quill. You talked over them needing to get get someone they can trust to watch the kid. Yeah, we gotta find a babysitter, but. Now remember Quill's backstory. He was a slave for the Empire. And so he sees there's some animosity between the two here. And then this Uh-oh. was a good reveal. IG-11 and Taika Waititi returns. No longer a bounty hunter. This was good because I remember the first time we saw you kind of like, oh, what, what happened? Found out it was Taika. We're like, oh, that's a shame that he's done. Could have just been a cameo. It could have, but just a one episode, one and done. Mm-hmm. It could have. Just like a three episode and done. And with Taika, he does all his voiceover. He probably did it all in a day, right? So his commitment, whether it's one or three episodes, mm-hmm. wasn't much. But I believe, pretty sure Taika directs this episode. That's not in the stable of directors. No, it was rotation. a... Yeah, instead of the rotation of the three and then... Well, I don't know. It wasn't just the three because John did one, Dave Filoni did one, Rick. Deborah Chow. Deborah. So they each got kind of one. Bryce Dallas Howard. Right, yeah, they each got their own. Now, this is interesting to show it's uh, as someone who has to learn his motor abilities again. If someone, a human has a stroke or an accident, they have to you go forget to physical everything. therapy. You got to relearn how to write or tie a shoe and just small things. Patience and affirmation. That's it takes a lot of patience to teach somebody something. Slow and steady. Nice and smooth there. Kind of rough. You got to think about, I mean, imagine creating a robot that everything is a X, Y, Z axis, mm-hmm. you know, and then. Maybe even more so if it starts going laterally. But it's uh, pretty interesting. And as somebody who detests droids already uh, and has definitely become very protective of the child, you can understand Mando's reservations about IG-11. Especially since the last time he spoke to him, he, he did want to kill the kid. Ugnot. I have spoken. Well, he doesn't apologize for calling him by his, what, ethnicity, species? Mm-hmm.
Uh, can you remind us and listeners why he has such distrust for droids? Uh, in the flashbacks, we see that a bunch of battle droids killed everyone on his planet where he grew up. When he was a child, right? And in yeah. the battle, his parents put him down. And we see that it is the the super battle droids, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's definitely where it started. I have spoken. Didn't you keep track of those at one point? I was, but he disappears and then dies. Spoiler, sorry. He disappears and then dies, so there's no point. Come on, kid. What? (laughs) People have watched this before. Yes, they have. And if not, that's your fault. We've said that before, that uh, if you haven't watched Mando, watch Mando on your own. And then if you ever want a second listen, you can watch along with us. I don't. I think she would pretty much crush him. Yeah. Okay. So, through Baby Yoda's eyes, what does he see happening right here? They're fighting. They're fighting. She's causing stress, struggling. You know, while his life isn't at danger, he's trying to help Mando and save him. So he he. The child kind of went dark there, didn't he? A little bit. Now, Luke, the only time we see him really do that was when he was walking into Jabba's palace. And the two Gamorreans, he just sweeps his hand and you see him choking. Mm-hmm. Whether they just pass out or I don't think he st- killed them like, you know, Vader does, right? But I doubt it. So I don't know if the child's motives are dark there, if, if it's doing the exact same thing that Luke was doing. But I don't see an end, uh, uh, end in sight of what the child was going to do unless they interrupted him. Man, he's like a carpenter. Carpenter, engineer, just very skilled. There's got to be a really, uh, for those individuals that have that ability... To, they can see stuff before it happens. It's like people who are sculptors. They see a block of marble and they can see what the statue inside that marble should be. Should be, And they're just chipping away until they expose what they already see in there. Isn't that a weird way of it's looking at it? It's a gift. Oh my gosh. Totally a gift. More imps are on Navarro. Meaning, I guess, that the client with his four or six or however many of those dirty stormtroopers, they were kind of sanctioned there. I had the feeling like they were kind of, not necessarily hiding out, but kind of just on their own. Yes. Like their own little faction. Not part of the Empire, but... Mm -hmm. They are, but just a different section of it. Maybe not affiliated with the the mass exodus. They're kind of their own little thing.
How many prop uh, Mando helmets do you think they made? Two. Well, let's just say there are two stuntmen along with him, so they each have one. Three. Do you think that they have... Probably extras. extras. Maybe a five-ish. Yeah. I don't know. I just wonder if Pedro would be able to keep one and take one home. I think I would. I bet he one. did. All right, so this is risky because the last time he was here... He shot him. He shot him, and he had to escape, and the entire city that they're at tried to kill him. And now he's been offered freedom, but it's still hard to trust. I don't recognize those species, do you? Mm, human. Humanoid. Not the green one. The green one looks like one of those characters on Star Trek. Uh, the second movie, I think. Into Darkness, where they go to that planet that's like all red. And they were... Oh, yeah. With the volcano. I think it... Well, I don't remember if it was volcano, but it was... They, were, they weren't allowed to show any sort of technology. Yeah, it was a volcano and they had to like oh, okay. block it or something. Yes, you're right. They had to drop something in to calm it. And save them. Cover your tattoo. It's sleeping. It is sleeping. Mm. Now, I don't know if Grief got a good look at him the time that they were, when he was escaping with them. So this might be the first time he's seen the prize that so many people were going after. Very stressful moment there. How far do you trust him? Pram hisses. They call it a pram. I don't... That word's always been weird to me. So they're going to go to town at first light. That means they have to spend the night somewhere. The longer you're with somebody, the you know, I doubt they're going to get much sleep. Now, why didn't they write anything? I don't all know. This? They didn't bring like, anything? Yeah, we're going to walk miles. Talk about a fire starter. Lava. Rocks from the... Yeah, how easy would that be? That'd be awesome. Nice little fireside chat. We see in Boba Fett's show, especially when he's with the Tuscans, or at least uh, with uh, Fennec, they're around a campfire quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Or, like, twice. How do they get the wood for it? Uh, in the Boba Fett one or here? Both. Well, we talked about it in the Boba Fett one, so you can go back and re-listen to there. I'm not going to put that much effort into at it. At one point, remember, they said it was a water world, and so maybe there's some underneath the, the sands. 
because when, like over in Egypt right now, whenever they excavate something, there's stuff underneath it, you know, feet and tens of feet and meters down. But also, where did Boba get his Gaffy's tree branch? I don't know. He had that hallucination. So, I mean, there must be something somewhere. Yeah. But here, they're in the middle of a lava field, and they're burning wood. Right? Is that why it made you think of that? I, like, it just doesn't make sense. I agree. Whoa. Okay, that, Pterodactyl. Was, a, that was kind of a jump scare. You know, in that it wasn't... You didn't expect it. I guess a jump scare has to be scary, though. It's I like how... Yeah, outside. I like how dark it is. Oh. And then the red just streaks through. Oh, no. Bye, bye Blurg. Hey, they're kind of like that things in that uh, Gendry Tartakovsky primal show. One of the episodes with the T-Rex the and the caveman. Yeah. There were all those flying beasts, and they were up in the... With, like, the spider the or something. Well, they were flying pterodactyl things that scared the other primitive cave people. That's a good show of people if you haven't watched it. Like eight or so episodes on Hulu. What's the title of it again? Primal. By Gendry Tartakovsky. The guy who did I'm, Clone Wars. I'm just helping other people. Microverse. And Samurai Jack, which I've never seen. Okay, that looks pretty gruesome. Poisonous. Why don't they just cut his arm off? That's what they would do in the Civil War, right? Wartime stuff. That was the Civil War. They're more civilized now. I guess. Maybe the poison spread too fast. Cutting off the arm doesn't matter. Okay, now, the child coming up here to help out, it takes us back to when Mando was hurt in the first couple episodes. Mm -hmm. And you would see him walk over and reach up his hand. It... Tells you what he was trying to do, even back then. And this guy isn't even a friend. He just wants to help. And you saw... You He's said trying you, to eat me. Ray did this, right? In, yeah. In the newest Star Wars movie to the snake. To calm the snake down and heal the snake. When they were underground. Wow. No scars or nothing. Kid's gonna faint. Should be a doctor. Kid's got a pure heart. What an ability. Now the next morning they're heading on into town. Okay, we're going to have to pause for just a quick moment. We had some recording issues and things didn't get saved and just tech problems. When computers work... It's nice. It's nice. And when they don't, it causes... It's now Tuesday and we haven't uploaded. Yeah, we haven't uploaded because there was an issue and then we couldn't sync, find time. So what we're doing... So, so uh, we're going... We paused it and we queued it up to 23 minutes, 40 seconds. So Grogu is healing um, Reef Karga. 
and uh, we'll do a countdown. So just give you a, a moment, pause us or do what you need to do. Um, so 2340 and we'll pick right back up. We, I, I just felt, you know, not necessarily journalistically, but ethically, we, we want you to yeah. go through the... We could have just snuck the in ups and, and we could not have. mention it. But the OCD nature, I'm like, well, we can't get the exact second. We don't need the that, exact second. No, I know, but if somebody's watching and we're quoting something from two seconds after they get to it, eh, or we ruin something. As long as we're after them, it's okay. I guess. I guess it, it would be like if you heard heard a delay of some. Yeah. When I was growing up watching basketball games, we listened to the radio, and sometimes the Oof. radio was earlier than, the, spoiling than the TV. So, oh, he makes a three, and they haven't shot it yet, and it goes up and it goes in. So, I mean, it's. <laughs> I don't gamble. know. Yeah, I just. If we're going to do it, I think we should just do it right. You know what I mean? And it's really not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, we are at 2340 on uh, the reckoning. And we're counting down. Wait. Up. Up. <laughs> okay. Uh, on the count of go. go. Yes. <laughs> on the count right. of go. On the count of go. <laughs> All right. Sorry. That was funny. All right. One, One two, two, three, three go. go. All right. So it's going. It just Touching go. his arm. He, that would have been an amazing bad bruise. Oh, yeah. I don't know if nope, that would have there's nothing healed. there. Nothing. Now, remind me, in Happy Gilmore, what does Chubbs lose? Isn't it his hand? Sure. Going for, like, the golf ball, you know, the alligator gets him. I don't think that's connected to No, but, I mean, it's the same Carl Weathers, you know, so they almost took his hand here. So maybe this is, uh, like, a prequel. I doubt this, it. This is... The, true way he almost I think, I think it's just a reference i think it is just a reference i don't think it's a reference at all no it's just the same character all right so we're walking uh they're on navarro do we even know the name of the city no can you think of that i'm not really either. they're just getting suspicious about grief car guy well i think they're always suspicious but uh so like, i need your eyes grief yeah i need your eyes but those people behind him his lackeys after Grief gets attacked, and it's looking bad. They show a clip of those two guys in the back just look at each other like, what's going to happen now? Mm -hmm. Wow. Great shot, Grief. They would have shot him. Uh, Mando being so fast. He would have known he's going to turn around because there's guys behind him. But you wow, known yeah, that. he just, their hearts would be racing for sure. So Grief was always going, so everything was uh, a lie. In a way, he's kind of like Lando. He's a bad... Well, Lando wasn't always a bad guy. He was doing what he did for the... Bad things, good reasons. Yeah. And yeah, it was just Han and, and Leia and stuff. But it was for the greater good of, yeah. of Bespin. He's Here, a businessman. Maybe it was for the betterment of the guild. If they had a dark shadow over them. You know what I mean? Like Because of this missing bounty was stolen mm -hmm. back after payment. Um, but, uh, I think ultimately the, the money is, is the driving focus. And so we have him, you know, uh, having his quick, a much quicker, I don't know what you would call it, uh, resurrection of going from bad to good. And so yeah. now I think we, we, we trust him. I mean, Mandro just gave him his gun. It's the only way. Can you count that? 
It's not quite. It's the. <laughs> I forgot I was doing that. Well, no, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Maybe that's what messed it up. We're having too many programs yeah, running. It doesn't count. Well, it. <laughs> I don't know. It has to be. This is the way. I know. I would agree. This is the way. This is the only way. So if you're selective listening and this is. No. No. Plus, I'm not adding any because. I added. Yeah, you already added recording from when we went through them. So Quill is just the. Uh, He's just the savior of this. I mean, without, you know, the babysitter, you know, mm-hmm. things would have been really, really different for Mando. Do you think she flexed there as she wrapped it a little bit? It looked like she I kind bet. of yeah. did a little half curl. Nobody's that muscular without oh, flexing. Oh, wow. She might be. All right, Grogu. Or Baby Yoda at this baby point. Baby Yoda. The child. He's the child. The child. I don't. It's Baby Yoda just. Baby Yoda's in the fandom. In the fandom, right? All right. So Quill maybe pick up the pace a little bit. If he would have, if he if he would have ran there, yeah, he only needed twenty twenty meters. Put the blur closer. That could have worked. Spoiler. (laughs) Right. I do love the attention to detail of these guys' armor being all sand smeared, smudged. Much like in the New Hope. Chain code. Chain code. Now this is... Post-Empire. Yes, but isn't this the first reference we have of chain code? Outside of Bad Batch, yeah. Yeah, I think we've talked about it before, but like uh, between ourselves. But uh, Bad Batch talks about it, but I think it came out... Bad Batch came out after this, because this is still first season. Yeah. And then we have Boba Fett in the next season when he gets his armor back from Mando. Spoilers. You know, he uh, he pops open his code mm-hmm. so that we can see that the proof of ownership. So this is Mando's first time back into this outpost city since he escaped. The Empire didn't have this presence here before. Because I'm like, the bounty hunters are the ones who would be trying to enact revenge against him. Baby Yoda. There we go, Quill. He was a fun character. Was. Yeah. No longer is. Well, I know. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Alright, back to the group. Okay, I'm not even counting. We'll trust him that there were four because there was one hiding back there. We'll just say there's four. Yeah. It's nice seeing the the client again. One last time. One last Good, good writing here. All he wants is the kid. He's already paid mm-hmm. for him, right? Now I'm sure there is an added bonus for for Mando that grief can, could collect on, right? Did he say that? Collect on, collect on, to collect on. 
I don't. He's a bounty that I'm, one can I'm, collect on. I'm hearing a D between collect and oh, on. Oh, okay. I need to enunciate. Don? What? Don? Who's Don? Now, this is a really fascinating discussion, if you're able to follow along. Imperial rule, how it, it brings order, and while people might not like to give up their freedoms and such, it does bring, as he said, you know, protection, economy, things like that. Mm-hmm. I would like to see the baby. So why does Moff Gideon kill him here? What role does it have to play? Um, or is he just shooting off the place? Maybe, yeah, just shooting him up. Because remember, he know Wolf's here in a bit. He knows that the child's not in there, so there's nothing to protect, right? Yeah, but I don't know why he has to kill him. And, well, I think he's going for everybody, maybe? Whatever. What would be the point of it getting this guy tying off loose ends if you're yes. keeping a secret about it? Should really go after Doctor Pershing. I think he shows up in season two, right? I think he shows up next episode, briefly. No, next season. You are correct. No. Maybe he thinks he's in on it because. He's incompetent. That makes sense. Well, we do hear next episode that he kills some people because of their uh, questions <laughs> <laughs> and causing them frustration. Because those are stormtroopers firing in there, probably knowing that there are stormtroopers that they're shooting. Maybe okay. they're different factions or families of groupings not names necessarily but maybe the client was an independent contractor okay that's a great shot one with death troopers now we have talked before that this transport was only ever seen in toy format i think we talked about it in the previous in quote unquote recording recording that got deleted I didn't delete it. No, it well, delete it, it's gone. That is true. Um, I wasn't I wasn't saying I wasn't Well deleted makes it going. sound like someone did it. Alright, so these guys here, a majority of these are from a fans cosplay, five oh first, I believe, uh the fan group. Um and so they got to provide their own armor. And if the stories that I remember correctly um told me it was that a lot of them didn't even know that they were going they were just being like hired out. Like you can see them at minor league games or in parades and things like that. And so there was just like a mass gathering of them. And then all of a sudden they're on set in California of Mandalorian. So you can bet there are some people smiling behind those, behind those masks. It would be hot. Yeah. Okay. This tie landing is pretty awesome. We've never seen a tie land. You only see him like suspended in the hangar bays of the death, you know, the Death Stars or the. I think it's a different kind or a special. You mean like a different model number? Yeah. No, well, I guess it could be one that's foldable. Yeah, it's very clever though. All right, Quill. So close. It's like a football field or two away. 
All right, so here we get other than that, that hologram. The hologram was the first time we saw Moff Gideon, correct? Yes. So then we get to see him, and any fan of Breaking Bad is just loving this because he was, well, yeah, the villain slash he was the antagonist to the Walter same White's character. It is kind of the same character, but he just has a perfect delivery. Very stern. Not shouting, but commanding. But you do not. You do not. All right, so we know nothing about him other than he's calling the shots and the client was working for him. So he's all-knowing to some degree. How they found out, no idea. That's never really addressed. No. The great line. And you will ever know. Poor child. Well, at least he moved a little bit. So he at least he's not dead. dead. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine the uproar? Oof. I mean, this whole thing was shot before any of them were released, obviously. They kill him, episode but, seven? Oh, my lord. Not even the finale? And they maybe they had an idea of how popular it was or could be, but um, that's just... That would have been horrendous. Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow. Yes, Deborah Who's Chow. going to be directing the upcoming uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series. All of it? I believe she's the showrunner slash, yeah. Is our pal Ludwig Ludwig, Ludwig? the music? I, re I read that um, John Williams is coming in for the theme of Obi-Wan. Now, whether that's just a rehashing of his classic music, I don't know. But I was thinking the next episode that we do, uh, the next podcast, uh, because they just released the trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi, Maybe before we start the next season of Mando, we can talk about that a little bit. That yep. looked uh, pretty amazing. Again, beautiful. The artwork. Kind of weird looking Baby Yoda there. Yeah, he's in a, in a trance. Obviously. Is that kind of like a Plo Koon looking guy on the left? Uh, I don't know. I just see pink with the stuff. I see it as like a helmet. Thing. Well, Plo Koon was Dave Filoni's favorite character. And in the rescue, the very last Mando episode, they supposedly shot it. Storyboard. Maybe it was storyboarded. But there was Plo Koon was the Jedi. It wasn't Luke. I so would have liked when to they see filmed that. it, they didn't know it was Luke Skywalker. Didn't they like cover it up? Like in one of the documentaries, they told us that. They couldn't tell anybody about it. Oh my god! Because then they'd probably leak it. Could you imagine though? So the, they just said that it was that that secret. And Mark Hamill, as out there on social media that he is, but I mean, he knows how to keep a secret. He knew yeah. that Vader was his father, and he had to hold that for what a year, year and a half. So he's uh he's used to it. Okay, so we are uh, getting ready for the finale of the first season, and we are um, done with the. The artwork of uh, chapters. They're not episodes anymore. Chapter 7. Were they ever episodes? Well, the movies, but chapter. I mean, so it we... says episode, but then it says chapter right next to it. It does. 
Maybe this is the Book of Mandalorian. No. No. <laughs> okay, so we are sitting on the Disney screen, so if you just kind of jump towards it. Um, we're getting ready to hit uh, start here, and uh, then we'll get a minute or so before we get into the new episode. So Beautiful blue Disney. Beautiful. It really is pretty. And I'm a red guy, but that blue is just gorgeous. All right, so we got uh, on the count of three. No, on the count of go. One, two, two three. three. Go. On the count of go. On the count of go. Maybe that should be the name of the podcast. I like it. No, I do too, but no one would know what we're talking about. Can we do it? I don't know. Can we can we make some segment? You know, we have a Q&A segment. If there's it's not really a segment because no. we don't like... No. Don't Ooh, we don't could, have like a make, little tone that goes like... You could do some audio something. Yeah. Not necessarily a siren, but something that could be dropped. We'll talk in. about this later. We can talk about it later. Guess that counts. Which I think we talked about. I added it. Yeah, I think yeah. you did. Yeah, but against my protesting that way. No. Yeah. You agreed. It's with your me. list. It's your list. You do what you want. That's exactly what you said. Good. So well, that's yeah. So we see IG. Uh, Eleven. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Boy. Yeah. Because IG eighty eight is the other bounty hunter. Good. 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 There we go. The death of Quill. Do you think being Disney, they're they shy away from killings on screen? I mean, I, th- I think they should do it. I mean, in Star Wars with the lasers and stuff, it's never going to be bloody. No. And to be honest, you know, you 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 use a lightsaber and it shouldn't necessarily be bloody because it. Except for one time, it is. That what? Well, it was the first time. When Obi Wan name another his lightsaber, time. you know, when he in the cantina he cuts the guy's arm off. That's the first time, and it's bloody, and it, I've never <laughs> understood that. I think that was just maybe a mistake. design flaw. Yeah, they hadn't thought about. Oh, the, okay. Yes. Starting off the episode with these two speeder bikes, they're just normal. They, I mean, they just got the baby and killed Quill. And uh, this reminds me, each time we see it, that this is the Taika Waititi, the director of Thor, what we did in the shadows, what we do in the shadows. Um, it was Thor Ragnarok, if I didn't say that right. Um, and he directs this, and so there's going to be some humor. He didn't write it, but you can tell it with the staging of actors and mm-hmm. and... It's just hilarious. And watch, just focus on their body language. And it's very comically punches the kid. Okay, so they did know that they killed other stormtroopers. Shaking his head a little bit at a time. Okay, I think that's Sedacus with the child right now. I don't know. The Ted Lasso. Maybe you could explain for people who don't know. Who Jason Sedacus is? Or the fact that he's in this. Uh, well, whether he's in costume or not, I'm, I'm sure he is. They can just take an afternoon and shoot this. But the other guy's name's Adam Pally, who's a comedian. He's been in stuff. He had a bit in Marvel's, uh, which was John Favreau, uh, Iron Man 3. Um, which I think Shane Black directed, but it was still Iron Man was John Favreau's baby. He was the guy in the 
TV truck that Iron Man has to talk to in order to boost his signal or broadcast something. Here we go. Just subtle. Only Star Wars fans truly appreciate this humor of them not being able to hit anything. So how'd they hit Quill? With the speeder bike. Just run him over? I think they shot him. Oh, but they couldn't even hit this thing, and they they weren't even moving. I grabbed it up, stuck it. Mm -hmm. I almost imagine that other guy looking so distraught, mm -hmm. just swinging his legs like if you were too little, you know, for a a chair. <laughs> I just killed an officer. You just want to see it. Of course he does. We all want to. And he's... There you go. This goes on for minutes. Now, but based on seeing how he escapes and he's so quiet, we kind of thought, there's a chance he is not in the bag. <laughs> mm -hmm. But then... I wish. He bites him and he gets drilled. <laughs> all right, so he came from the city then, from his direction that he was... He just walks... Running. Clunk, clunk. Now this is proof that he's still deadly. He's not just a nurse anymore. But his programming is definitely uh, quill improved. Wow. Still spinning though. Yeah, the first guy had the broken wrist. Maybe a concussion, that one. Could very well be dead. Wonder how much the child remembers looking up the first time he met Mando and IG-11 points a gun at him. How quick he is to forgive. Chapter 8, Redemption. For whom? Hmm. And I do like how it jumps right back into it. If this were a certain other Star Wars show, there might have been a flashback. Hmm. Just to split Which it up. one? I'm trying to think. But they're definitely hitting the gas pedal to wrap up this uh, this season. First very successful season. And it's the show that launched Disney+. Plus. Now, have you used this weapon in the games before? No, I don't think so. I mean, a, you played with turrets. Not an E-Web. But an E-Web, it's just, and it's not just one of those single-shot blaster cannons. It's just... Isn't this thing pretty much the thing that Cara Dune eventually runs around with, or Cara Dune, and just, it's like a heavy shock trooper, right? I think that's what she has, because that's the one that jams in the finale finale. See, that looks like one of those, um, oh, what is it? RT-97C. What was it? RT-97C. I think so. That was just really, really fast. Yeah. They didn't have much damage with them, right? 
From the Battlefront one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That from Battlefront. And so you're right. That's the gun that she uses regularly. But it still has a similar grip to this other one. Okay, question. So she can't blast into the grate, but when Luke and Han rescue Leia in the Death Star, it's... and then they just, she takes their little standard issue, Blast Tech E11. But that's Empire quality. It. it is Empire quality. And, and they, they were poor because they just they built a Death Star. Into the garbage chute. Boy, they would love to have that dark saber now or any lightsaber. <laughs> it is kind of nice to enjoy a Star Wars show without focusing on Jedi. Yeah, and then you... screaming that they won't use the Force. Yeah, but it just gives you an opportunity. How many stories are truly could be in the Star Wars universe? And they've had for decades with books and comics and stuff. Not all of them are. Night of a Thousand Tears. So cool when you got to see that in the Boba Fett show. Would you say it's the greatest part of the show? A Boba Fett show? No. Yes. No, but it was a great visual. Alright, so we see this big baddie here. He's showing him what he knows. Again, he's very clearly in control. I can kill you now. Kill you later. I know who you are. And didn't didn't even know his name, or he hadn't heard his name in forever. And this guy knows exactly which Mando. So what's his benefit of waiting? Nothing. To show them some mercy, which I might not even give you mercy if I don't let it be myself anyways. Oh. Because they waste them. The, the child's not in there. Well, we got the classic villain monologuing, you know, to give more time. And it's kind of an unsaid monologuing. Mm hmm No. That's beautiful. Man, you wonder what he did. Uh, we don't have if to he guess. Executed, that means he probably had a trial, right? Mm -hmm. And then maybe escape, but... It's great. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the last flashback. How many have there been? Maybe three up until now? This is the third. This one's the third? The first one just showed people dying. The second one showed the droid ships and something was shooting them. And then there was a battle droid. This is But one. Th this one shows like the bomb hitting and people die. And we just saw a droid fighter ship and then these big super battle droids laying waste. Does this check out on the timeline? Um, with the, the Clone Wars part. Yeah, I think so. 
Because we're five after Jedi, right? Yep. So that's five. It's probably like ten. Ten since A New Hope. And so then Clone Wars lasted almost 20 years, right? Yeah. He's probably ten here. Yeah. That's fair. So what's he now? Mid-30s? Low 30s, mid 30s? Kind of like uh, casting Andor's age from Rogue One. I guess. Like that era. Very young, rather. Do we know if that, like, is he going to be old in the show or very young? Uh, Cassian, well, hopefully it's, it's the same age because. It better be. It could be his raising. Oh, you mean they found his crushed corpse from the shockwave? Well, great casting no. on the dad. The dad looks straight up like he could have been. Even I know. Here's how we find out what his true, uh, maybe his true hatred of droids, but then in a beat, his true love of Mandalorians and the Creed and how they saved him and how cool and awesome and fighting they are. I don't think it's about the cool and the awesome. I think it's they, that they saved him. I look at him and it's almost like a... The Mandalorian with Baby Yoda. The spiritual type thing almost. Come with me if you want to live. I did miss Ludwig's music throughout Boba Fett. Not that the Boba Fett music was poor or weak. It was good. And really good. The difference is good. Yeah, I, I think so too. I did, I did. And he did most of it because he did all of the songs that had like the little bits of the themes in it. Well, that's like little sampling clips. Yeah, but the, the other guy, I don't remember his name, but he did like the ambient scores or well, yeah, the thrill music. Yeah. Long flashback. It's almost like the Book of Boba Fett. Well, it, I think it was better placed. You know, uh, More cool to the story. Yeah. Um, did I position back to where you're? They got the circle now. Yeah, he's pouring spotchka. Oh, he's like, if we're going out, we're going out here and liquored up. <laughs> Taking a shot. Oh, they don't know anything about the child, obviously. I forget that. They're stuck in here. The dramatic irony is we know and he doesn't. <laughs> What did you do? Killing. The protect might be a little awkward here. What he's about to do with the kid. He spins around at some point, which he should have done earlier. Yeah, but like right now, any of those But again, you're smoking. I mean, they hit. They hit people with Beskar pretty well. They do. Just to show the ding. Oh, 
so fast. Drifting there. This is Tokyo Drift. Navarro Drift. Unnamed city on Navarro Drift. Over here, slapping back. Okay, this is not going. There we go. Didn't shouldn't he have done that earlier? And really, Mando, remember, he put a bullet right through the head. It was point blank. Yeah. But maybe that's his only vulnerable spot. Oh, here's a shot. At the right height. I just love how fast. Yes, it's a stunt person, but it's still pretty. Yeah. I like to think some of this is him. I think they had two separate stunt people from this season, if I remember right. One for more of the fighting and maybe one, you know, uh, acrobatics and yeah. fighting. A little big gun. They have there is just autobiodynamics. I think it's a recorder. I wouldn't doubt it. It's just a little trill, you know. So there clearly are no more bounty hunters here. They all left because of the Empire. Mm. So members everybody. It's not like they're hiding in a cobra somewhere else. Just walking. Yeah, he's so angry. He has a you know I'm going to do something. So the bleeding that he's going to have is from that atmosphere. Hitting his head. Just banging his head on the inside of his helmet, I guess. He's hurt more from that, which I'm not saying it's not going to hurt, than he was when he fought that sand crawler in like the second or third episode. Well, we don't know how long he was laying there. Just falling off a you know, eight-story building <laughs> movie. <laughs> just lays there. Don't you love the loyalty that's already budding between them? Mm -hmm. He's a bounty hunter. She's a person of interest. Yeah. Or whatever well, ex-rebel droppers are. Well, if she's rebel, then you know, some of the people hang on their loyalties might not like her very much. So did she reach in the helmet, or is it pouring out? When it's hidden, you have no idea where it is. 
Mandalorian. Well, he has to find Jedi. That's his mission. Yeah, the armor told him that. Gotta return him. Look at this guy, he's just strutting. Talk about a hero walk. So, the child has saved Mando from the Mudhorn. Mm hmm. Has there been another one up until this? No. I guess by saving Grief Karga, he saves him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely saves her. He, he saves the day here. It never goes good in movies with the flamethrower guys. Yeah. You know, in Saving Private Ryan, all they have to do is somebody shoots it and it explodes. Or maybe it's like yeah. and the brothers type ones. What a beautiful shot. And leaning up into the shot. more of a exertion. He's not going to be as knocked out as well. It's a little bit better. I guess it could be like for the writers it would be easier because they'd be able to put him into more stuff instead of just he's dead for the rest of the episode and he's just asleep. Well, that's a good point. So then you're saying that he he can exert himself. It'll knock him out for the moment. It'll make him sleepy, and so everybody will have to save him. Or mm -hmm. save everybody if he did that now. Not me. I think this is where he trusts robots. Well, no, I, or yeah. later. First time anybody who didn't know Pedro Pascal beforehand. Yeah. First thing you saw, man? Was it Narcos? No, it was this. What were your thoughts when they took the helmet off? Do you have any idea what he looked like beforehand? No. Did you have a moment of... I had a moment of... Oh. <laughs> Put the helmet back on. Is it kind of like when they finally removed Darth Vader's helmet? Yeah, it's you know, like, just an old like albino guy. That back to spray in Maripo. I mean, you can see him wobbling. I bet that's him. 
Yeah. But uh, a little hacking moment there, just a little instability in the ground. Now, is this where we get get charged to return the kit, or was that charged? Charged. That's but yeah. Your, your charge. That's your order. His punishment. What Mandalorians? Wouldn't they have moved? He, they have to move. You think we'll actually ever see a mythosaur? No. No, extinct and just legend. Mm-hmm. Maybe they never existed. Oh, talk about oh, so just in their folklore that yeah. Because it's all ancestor this, ancestor that, which folklore is about ancestors. Now, do you think there's different degrees of quality of Beskar? Not just over time. Well, I guess. I, th I think I've I mentioned this a while ago, oh, like last episode or something. But um, like in Rebels, how we're with Death Watch and. One of them gets shot, and they're obviously wearing Beskar, and they get shot, and it's like Stormtrooper armor, and they die. I think it just depends on, like, the amount of Beskar. Like, the Mandalorians here is pure. It's pure, but it used to be, like, he got mudhorned or whatever. It would have just, he would have gone ding, or just pushed back, but it tore it up. And there was, like, mechanics inside. Yeah, it wasn't fully... That's why I wonder if there's like a 50-50 ratio of Beskar mixed with Sun. Mm -hmm. This is probably just 100%. Is? Yes. So my point was that she's scrapping it all. And my guess is... Tainted Beskar. Isn't she you know, melting it, smelting it, separating the pure mm -hmm. before she can leave? In a way, even though she doesn't have bodies, or maybe they already buried the bodies. This is her way of burying the Mandos. Who do we have here? Or, uh, what is it? Lando? Yeah. Mm. Here's where it is. This is the first time I've seen it. I'm ditching the order. <laughs> nice. 
remember we learned more about Mandalore the Great was it was a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Who made the dark saber. Wizards or sorcerers. People who don't know anything about the force or Kobe's another crazy old wizard, a crazy old hammerhead. Sorcerers. Mm-hmm. Just give us some sort of trying to understand it. United with its own kind. So what did you instantly think? Jedi? I thought Yodas. I was hoping Yodas. Because I'm Or sure whatever the species is of Yoda. Jeez. And so, you know, it was a concentrated effort by the higher ups in the whole group of films. Not to reveal anything. Well, at some point, though, shouldn't you? No. It's best kept secret. It is the best kept secret. At some point. Because, I mean, at the end of ET, spoiler, you see a few more ETs. When they come to pick him up and take him home. You do? You do? What? I don't remember watching it. Oh my goodness. And so, that's just... It was cool to see multiples. And not that we expect him to... Uh, the baby to find his parents. No. Just to be around others. It was really kind of a cool shot. And see what the whole world looks like. Because I think most people associate Yoda with Dagobah. And so they think that that's... That's where we meet you. Oh. So the mud order signet, that's big. And the jetpack. Jetpack's huge. Still don't know how to do that with cakes, though. Joseph doesn't have a rocket, though. There's a for it. So she just said that if you don't know it, it won't listen to your commands. But in like literally 10 minutes, he's flying around. Well, he had some experience with it. But he had to begin his drills, yeah. and he that's a new thing. Maybe that's why he has a drill. Like flying around weird. You know how those other Mandos were just hovering, shooting in the earlier episode, you know? That was the other Debra Chow episode. It's in. I like her. Some sort of, and I think we've talked about it before, but what is her role? And there's the armor because they're a warfaring people. There's no king or queen or leader to be the armor. I think where you get where you get your where where you get the thing that makes you live that becomes you mean like thing. arrows or all your armor and Yeah. Her trait, her skill is so valuable. If their survival is dependent on armor and weapons, 
But she's not just, that's my thing, she's not just a blacksmith, which crushing right here. Oof. Awesome. Like the old stuff. Oh, right in the forge, that's awesome. I need to look this up to see if this is, one, if it's a female. Oh, shattered. Oh. Or, and if it's the black tuscan that I really wanted to have more done with. Very good. But, yeah, so, I mean, but she has knowledge, right? She has history. She's school. Mm -hmm. She's not just some warrior type person. I don't know. I, I find her fascinating. It's something that I'd like to see more of with her. Although if she goes here, hold my beer. I'm gonna take care of this. With the baby in hand, <laughs> one armed, Sarah Duna the rest of me. She's one that grew on me, I'll be honest. Yet she jams her machine gun. In the ground to shake it loose. What are we talking about? No, she jams it in the second season, like it jams. Oh yeah. Like... I mean then you see your like <laughs> I don't know how lasers and stuff can jam. Maybe it's just she doesn't oil it properly. You know, you gotta shoot your gun right. Mm-hmm. Ew. Sound loser. You really go up it? Slowly. I'm looking up stunts in this episode, and there's no stunt people listed that I can find. So I guess we have to believe that that, that was Emily Swallow, the actress, doing it? Mm-hmm. Mando vision. Stunt double for the armor. Her name is Lauren Mary Kemp. Is that your lady? She doesn't show up. Looks like she's done a stunt double in Daredevil. She was a stunt performer on Clone Wars, the final season, so maybe like a CD something. Maybe not. Not the one. Whoops. That's okay. I'm just curious. There are about four or five women listed as stunts people in this episode. But I'm pretty sure Kara Duke does her own stunts. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you think about the creepy RT unit back there? It's dead. Well, I meant the... You talked over the I whole part. Talking, I'm sorry. But the just kind of coming alive and very... Venice with the gondola. Ah, Venice. Ah, Venice. Red didn't, like, chirp and sing, you know? It did. But I meant like chirping rhythmically. Give me some love, 
That's what it said. The subtitle said chirping rhythmically. I'll just hum this up. Alright, this is just fantastic because a moment of vulnerability. Yeah, let's just say there's been fifteen minutes, twenty minutes since Mando was saved by a G eleven. And he hated droids. I'm not a human, so I can see you. And now he's sacrificing himself and then doesn't want him to. Not just because the dude's a great fighter. There's a bond. There was a bond that came out of nowhere. And maybe a self-realization of Ben's that... Lack of a father figure. Yeah. And that he was wrong all along. And there is maybe goodness. And that somebody else, even if it was a toy, took care of the kid as much as he would. We'll never know. Yeah, I thought it's just it's, it's fun just to speculate, but to see that evolution of Din, this episode was maybe his most transformative of what he was to what he becomes. I'm starting to wonder who the the manufacturer is of all the IG droids. Is it like a private person? Is it a company? You mean in a way like they could just turn out battle droids out of a... Yeah. Is it like a secret company where they're... Like, how it has to be destroyed, it can't be captured. And the only two IGs that we've come across... I mean, this one's the only one that's talking and stuff. And they're both, though, IG-88 and Empire. 11 and 88. They're both kind of on their own. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're self-aware. And they're able to... Well, all droids are self-aware. But what I mean is they're able to be self-sufficient, travel on their own. They can learn. Have a purpose, learn, have priorities. And so if you had a whole factory of... He's just waiting. Mm. <laughs> if you have a whole factory of them, that'd be good for society to let those free, roaming, and endless supply. The new empire. Make IG droids that make IG droids. I think the perfect one would be that nurse protector type. Mm -hmm. Who has all the capabilities of actually. And you can sell it as like a bodyguard. Exactly. I think that'd be great. Alright, here we go. Just staring at I love when they just slowly zoom in on Mando. On the last. Not that well. Love the grapple. Mm hmm. Whip it around. Oh my gosh, bro. The G's that you'd be experiencing getting whipped like that. That's the most close up of a tie we've ever gotten. Why did he drop it? Don't pull it all the way back. Just, just keep it close. Could he have done more in the? Maybe he was too far away with the spinning. Just a little closer to the ball continent. He could have. Okay, that's the move. There we go. Splat. They don't hit 
buttons. It, how do you think they control it? Brain. You think there's an implant? So he got implanted down in the arm? Really I don't know. Maybe it's in the helmet. I agree. And the helmet has brain waves or something. Maybe it's voice activated. I like it. Scum and villainy. Kara hmm. gets to have an identity. Doesn't have to live out in Spotchka land. Because she fought him. Remember she fought him because she thought that made her like... He had a fob. It's a nice establishing. It's all good. His death's quite clean. So cute. Got a lot of color on this planet, so that green is really cool. As was the lava area. And Alvish. Mm hmm. I love that. It'll take care of you. Rando <laughs> <laughs> doesn't always put it in the safest places. No. Remember how many times he's been dropped or thrown? Was it Poro? Oh, he squished him. He kind of threw him when he got shot off the. He's not a very responsible father. Well, he's learning, man. It's, it's stressful. It's being a. Galactic war against a non-existent empire. He's a bounty hunter. He's putting himself in danger on his own. Didn't he technically fail his quest? Because he gave up Baby Yoda to Luke. But then he gets him back. Yeah. So he never dropped off the foundling. So he's going to have to train him. When he passed off, he, he put him where he belonged. So done. Now, whether he goes back and gets them, all these stories. I'm predicting the plot of season three. He's going to go become a Mandalorian again. What about those bounties that he took when he already dropped off the child to Werner Herzog? What about it? He dropped them off and he picked up more bounties. Are those bounties still good? I don't remember that. So, anyways, it's a good, uh, good end episode. Beautiful. I think you mentioned once or twice that uh, he should have done a quick drive by over here to. Uh, he should have. It's check. right there. A little bit of a. Who's the one who created the Darksaber? Is it Favreau? Uh, Filoni would have been in the Clone Wars the first time we ever saw it. Right? Sure. Gosh, that's awesome. Because I couldn't remember for the life of me where it went in the... In the right here. In the cartoon. Awesome. 
So he's even cooler and badder than what we thought he was going to be. Not even a scratch, though. Yeah, right. Well, he that's fell why you, from. That's why you wear seatbelts. <laughs> but to be fair, though, when uh, Poe, we don't see him crash after he escapes in Force Awakens, but we see it kind of the same type of, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, uh, devastation before it gets sucked into the ground. All right, so that's the end of the first season. Wow. So the cover art uh, kind of goes quick. Hope you guys have enjoyed listening to this or giving you an opportunity to rewatch them if it's been a while. Um, as we always said, which at this point, hopefully you figured out, you should probably watch it on your own first and just enjoy the ride. And then either do a quick rewatch, additional exposure to it, or just come back to it down the road. Agree? All right. I don't know. I agree. You agree. Awesome. Yeah, some good, good cover art. All right. Well, that's it. We're done for this episode. So we will uh, be back for season two, uh, you know, in the near future uh, for the watch long. Um, At the time of this recording, we're about two months almost exactly away from Obi-Wan Kenobi showing up. So we have some fun, exciting podcasts coming up beyond just the um, the rewatch of the next season of Mando. And um, we'll, we'll talk about that more in the future. So stay tuned. Send so. us questions or else. Yeah, Q&A. Um, go ahead and send some of that to us. We'll get it in our next episode, whether it's about Mando, if you are rewatching, um, you know, or doing... Um, you know, uh, 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 just getting through Boba Fett. Maybe what you think about Obi-Wan Kenobi in that trailer, um, what you're thinking. Um, feel free to reach out to us. You can hit us on the, all of the social media platforms, uh, our YouTube channel, you know, all in the description of this episode, the uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, any of that, and uh, we'll get back to you. So anyway, you got anything left to add? No. No? All right. That's it. That is all she wrote. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy it. We enjoy going through this and it gives us something to just kind of chill and and talk about, even if it's silly and way off topic sometimes. Hopefully, very, 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 very. Hopefully you find it a little bit entertaining. So anyway, uh, thanks so much for listening. And uh, I'm Bob. I'm Nolan. Thanks for listening to Mall Rats, the podcast. Till next time.